Business Tech Weekly, podcast episode number 104. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. That's right, my friends. It's time again for Business Tech Weekly. Welcome back. Cliff Ravenscraft here. And I'm Andy Traub. Got our... I don't even know what you call this. Maybe our windy... This is the Chicago-style Business Tech deep, Weekly episode. deep dish episode. Best. Going deep. Deep dish business tech. Oh, yeah. We're bringing Love it. it. Love it, man. Loving it. Andy, it has been a while. We, we, we didn't have a show last week or the week even before that. Yeah, I was gone and you were gone and... You know what? You know? I can I just say because this is Business Tech Weekly, yeah. I just want to say how excited I am that we weren't here the past two weeks. Yes, it was good to not talk to you. It was great to not talk to you as well. <laughs> feelings, <laughs> no, feelings why? Mutual. Why is this good? Why? Why are we so excited about the fact that we did not get to record a show the last two weeks? Because we were doing business, so we could have a podcast about business. You know, there's, there's this, uh, there's this problem I have a lot with internet marketing where people talk about, here's how you market on the internet, but their specialty is internet marketing. So it's like sort of this weird black hole of marketing speak. Yeah. You know, like, do you know things about marketing or are you just marketing to me about marketing? Right. And, and I, I do think there's a difference. And, and so you market cliff, you know, you sell, but you sell based on sort of another craft, right? Right. Um, and and so it's helpful for us to go and operate in our strengths and our business because when we come back here, we're not talking about you know, hypothetical situations. We're talking about what we're doing, what's working and what's not working. And so that that's where we get the content for the show. It's not for the sake of the show. It's from our use of business technology and that's where we're at and that's what we were doing exactly well i'll tell you what for are you allowed to share or are you interested in sharing where you were last week yeah i mean nothing's finalized by any means um but it's kind of you know in the age of social media all you'd have to just go to my facebook and see where i've been but i was um i'll just share that i was uh i was spending a lot of time with uh, women of faith which is a um, I call it an organization. It's a for-profit um, entity, and it's owned by Thomas Nelson Publishing, uh, which is the largest Christian publisher um, in America. And Women of Faith, as an organization, holds these uh, stadium uh, events, anywhere from, I think, five to 15,000 women attend these things. And they, you know, we were in Oklahoma City, and so we were at the place where they play, you know, where the NBA team plays. Uh, you know, using using that space, and they have great uh, speakers and musicians and uh, folks who do drama, um, and they, you know, speak from stage and share from stage. And uh, my friend Andy Andrews, who I do a show with, I host a show called In the Loop with Andy Andrews. His team uh, said that Women of Faith should talk to me, and Women of Faith agreed. And so, spent some time out there with them, uh, hanging out, and you know, all access kind of stuff, which was a lot of a lot of fun and just learning more about women of faith as an organization and trying to answer the question, can I help them grow their brand, uh, fill some gaps, 
in their connections with um, their target audience, which is obviously women. And so we're still talking about that, but they were very generous to take me out there and put me up for a few days and just got to spend some time with some really amazing people and, um, you know, listen to great music and uh, just kind of have the run of the place. It was really neat. So, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, for me, the week before that, uh, I was in Los Angeles, uh, flew out uh, to Blog World LA to speak at that event. And uh, mm-hmm. if anybody wants to, uh, you can go to, I think it is podcastanswerman.com forward slash 235 because uh, it's, it's episode 235 of Podcast Answer Man. And there's a video of my talk there. And if anybody wants to, to hear that, it was um, Forget CPM, Proven Strategies for uh, Making Serious or Generating Serious Income from Your Podcasting Efforts. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, you know, a, a title that would draw in people from what I know, what most people are there to learn and stuff like that. But the idea was that, you know, I, I am going to share you share with you the strategies that I are the revenue streams. But I, I want to talk to you about a formula for success that I think that if you don't do this, none of these things actually ever work. Mm. And if you do the formula, then you don't have to copy the revenue streams. You'll come up with your own. And and I want to explain to you how these just naturally came into existence and and what my next steps are and so that's all, right. all outlined in that talk again it's podcastanswerman.com forward slash 235 you know cliff you're you've done something and uh that that my my friend andy teaches uh you know one of his books is called the traveler's gift and this this guy goes basically through this time travel of a meeting with these seven different people throughout time and each person gives them a different gift but the gift is, you know, it's a physical gift, but also a principle he gives them. And I think that's where the, there's, there's a couple of different ways you can market in your services. And I think some people say, here's the formula, right? Here's if you do this plus this, you'll get money. Yep. And I think that the other way is to say, here's a principle. And if you apply this principle, you can do whatever you want within that principle and then you can make money. Yeah. And so... You know, it's harder. People have a harder time with principles because it requires more personal responsibility. You know, you have to apply your own passion, your own gift. You know, what people really want is they want, a lot of people, I should say, want is tell me what to do and tell me how to do it. And, uh, you know, I think that's why we really appreciate Dan Miller. Yep. Is he doesn't necessarily tell you exactly what to do, but he tries to teach us how to think. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's the difference between you know giving a man a fish and teaching a man to fish, and you know I hope we're doing a little bit of both with Business Tech Weekly, where we're really, you know, telling people what to do, but also saying, hey, just use this program and then you know tweak it to to work with however your business works. But I think that's that's why your business has multiplied so much. Is I think you've gone from this is how to do it to um, adding into that principles. Um, and that's, I think you need to do both. But you, you, you've done a good job of stepping back and saying, don't just do this, but understand why we do this. Right. You know? Well, I, I'll tell you what, I chalk it up to the inspiration that I get from a ton of <clears throat> valuable books that I read. Yeah. And, um, you know, that kind of leads into a technology story, if you don't mind. Um, I have yeah. I have in my hands right here, Andy, uh, the all new Kindle Touch 3G 
Nice. And uh, I'm not sure that I like it any more than I liked my <laughs> my Kindle Touch 3. <laughs> yeah. Or my Kindle, just my Kindle 3 uh, with right. the keyboard. Actually, I, you know what? Um, and I've shared this on two other podcasts today, but uh, I'll share it here just briefly. That um, I love that there are no buttons on the side. So I can actually literally hold this device and never mm. accidentally change a page. Okay. I yeah. love I love that. Um, I love the fact that there's no clunky keyboard that are plasticky feeling at the bottom that, that makes me feel like I'm, I'm actually playing with a child's toy. <laughs> uh, I do love that. And, uh, and the Kindle touch, the actual on-screen keyboard, mm-hmm. um, is not, it's not much different than using the keyboard on my iPhone. Okay. And so responsiveness I've, and stuff. as far as responsiveness as it ca- carrying out the actions that you're actually typing on the screen. And I type, right. I type pretty darn fast. Now here, the th- the one thing I want to point out and tell people is that it is an e-ink display. So it does actually have to e-ink those characters as they're being typed. So right. I can actually be finished typing a sentence before it's t- finished, you know, before it's caught up with what I've typed. Yeah, but the responsiveness of the keyboard, as long as I'm hitting the right characters, as soon as I hit stop, it might take a half a second or a second for it to get caught up to where I just finished typing. But by golly, it remembered everything, even though the the screen wasn't displaying it yet. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. important to me. So what I'm saying though is that the touch keyboard on this thing is a billion times better than the than the plastic keyboard at <laughs> the bottom of the key. You know, the what they call now the Kindle keyboard. Right. Right. Um, you know what it's it's faster page turns um i will i i am just going to chalk it up right now that the inner the the actual user interface going from touch to the you know you know the the directional pad um i will say that that i'm not used to the new user interface yet i think once i get used to it and i learn how to do like you know there's got to be an easier way to bookmark something yeah. Than than the way that I actually am going in bookmarking. So I'm I'm gonna have to at read. least you hope, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm sure there has to be, and yeah. and the one thing that I've noticed is that um, occasionally I I have swiped down on a page and accidentally forwarded to the next chapter, mm-hmm. and it's like that's kind of a pain. But right. I, but even but there, I've done that with mine. Yeah. I, I've gone to a new chapter and I'm like, what did I do to go to a new chapter? You hit the right direction pat right direction on the right the right button on the four point or five point directional pad right. so so right to the left and it'll go back because i try yeah. and i just well no if you go left it takes you to the the it takes you to the previous chapter so what you would do is you would actually hit the back button on the on your oh, yeah, yeah. yeah if you hit the the back button so the thing I just is stop reading the book and uh, yeah exactly well i think and and i haven't tested this but if you hit the top there's a menu that pulls up and there's always like a back button like a browser back button on here so i i'm getting you i'm gonna say i'm gonna i've only played this with this thing i've only had about you know 60 to 90 minutes with it um there is one thing i really am turned off by and and this is the thing that i've shared with everybody is that the screen is recessed inside of the device quite a bit hmm. so it's it's kind of like it, it's almost like looking at a picture frame you know yeah. you, you know do you know what i mean when i say that yeah it, it's it's like you the picture is back behind the frame uh whereas with the kindle 3 or the kindle keyboard the screen is just it's almost flush not quite flush but almost flush with the actual 
frame around it. This one's recessed in quite a bit, and it actually it it, it actually projects the shade a, a shade from light overhead onto gotcha. the screen. I don't I'm not crazy about that. And not only that, but it's almost it's it's bezeled the the bezel is almost angled in a bit and it's a black and so it's all there's a black border around the screen as well. I'm mm. I don't know if it's just that I'm not used to it yet, but um you know, we have a friend of ours who's asking, you know, hey, I'm going to get a Kindle for Christmas. Should I get the Kindle t- uh, keyboard or should I get the Kindle touch? And so mm-hmm. at this point, just barely looking at the thing, I would I'm kind of I would for her, I would almost say Kindle keyboard. Uh, but at the same time, I want to give I want to give the Kindle touch at least another week or two before I make a well, I, probably just another couple days to, mm-hmm. to really figure out how to do some things. And and I'm probably going to say the Kindle Touch is is better, um, and and I did get the 3G this time, and oh, I, right, right, right. I do yeah. love the fact that I can do 3G because you can do Wikipedia, and and some other stuff in here that's not available in the older models. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is is that on the Kindle keyboard 3G, you can browse the web and check your email and all that other stuff that you were talking about, right. You cannot do that via 3G on the Kindle Touch, right? You it'll say for the you know to browse the web, please connect to know, such and such. It, it, there's only a you, they you can, lock you down a little bit. Yeah, it locks it down to like Wikipedia and Shelfari. What is Shelfari, by the way? Yep, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was. Um, is that where you share who your books are? It's like a social. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Um, I think Dan Miller's got that on 48days.com. I think he, he's built, it's like a store, but it, is it, it, do you get, is it an affiliate thing? Do you get commission yeah, when those are yeah. sold? It's Shofari by Amazon.com. So, oh, um, wow. I might so check into that. Create a virtual bookshelf. I might look at 48days.com. I think I remember seeing it right on the front page of that. Uh, no, it's not there. Well, any, well, anyway, I just anyway. want to say that that I the, the you know the little shadow that's cast from being recessed so far down that kind of bugs me. Outside of that, I'm trying to see if I can actually. I haven't had a time to sit down and read a book. That's what I, I want to with the Kindle three, or which is now the Kindle keyboard. When I sit down, it it everything they say in marketing the 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 device disappears and it and and you're in the book. Right. That. And and it's just like I'm hoping that I that the same will happen with the Kindle Touch, and mm-hmm. and I won't know until I really have time to sit down and and read a chapter or two of a book. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's my first opinions, and I figured since we were talking about books, and by the way, I just want to mention I am reading two books at the same time right now that have to do with business. They are. I am reading Entree Leadership yeah. by Dave Ramsey. Actually, I'm listening to the audio abridged audio version. Nice. Uh, my friend Tom got me that. Who yeah. met Dave? So, very cool. So, yeah. so I'm listening to that. And by the way, chapter three, I think it is, is about to do list. Have you listened to that one yet? I have not jumped into that book. It has radically changed my days. Nice, dude. I am look out world. I am productive. Here and comes my to do list, baby. My yeah. to, my to do list is radically changed. And you know what? I I'm looking at my email inbox right now. I have 90 emails in my inbox, mm-hmm. and 
Uh, matter of fact, let me just look real quickly here. Um, I've got emails from November 7th. And by the way, that's 10 days ago. Yeah. Um, for those who are don't who are listening to this later, I I've got emails from ten days ago that I've not yet responded to, and you know what? It, they're not a one tasks, you know, and, and it's it's just like wow, you know, it, it's just uh, you know, it, it, I I'm I'm doing the most important things first, mm-hmm. and I'm doing the most important urgent things, but also I'm doing the most important not urgent things. And some of the things that are just unimportant and not urgent, or even some of the things that are not important but are urgent, like my email inbox, yeah, you know, it, it, it's getting put off because I'm I'm because the question is at the end of the day, what I did today was it the things that I should have worked on? It, you know, if if I don't do anything else, if the, if these things are the only thing I ever get done today, did mm-hmm. I work? Did I work on the right things? Gotcha. And it's true. Dude, when you read that chapter, chapter three, entree leadership, out of this world awesomeness. Nice. Out of this world awesomeness. Yeah, that's a big book. Yep. I mean, it's not a short, it threw me off. That's like five Seth Godin books in one, you know? <laughs> well, so. they, they go by fast, uh, especially the audio. Now, one other thing I want to say, and I, I can tie this into technology, is guess who just dumped Wonderlist for their to-do list? You. Me. It's gone. They're trash. Now, the thing is, is I'm still going to use it for, you know, sharing lists of stories like what you and I do for Business Tech Weekly and stuff. But I will not rely on Wunderlist for my to-do list anymore. Because? Well, yesterday I was uh, adding some items to my thing. And then all of a sudden I noticed that, boom, it just popped up. And every to-do list on or to-do item on my to-do list was duplicated. And so I started deleting the duplicates and right. they showed up again like a couple minutes later. Like bunnies. Yeah. It's like, dude, these yeah. things won't go away. And so I got it exactly the way I needed to to. And I had a one through a nine tasks. And of course, that would make sense if you listen to episode or chapter three. But I had my a one through a nine tasks. And I actually did a screen capture of those. Sure. And and then all of a sudden, so finally I got all this stuff done and I hit sync again and it wouldn't sync. And so I shut the software down. I restarted the software on my desktop and like A6 was missing. And I'm like, wait a second, maybe did I forget to do it? No, I did a screen grab. Right. Let me look at my screen grab. Sure enough, A6 and there's the task. Oh, and I would have forgot that task. And that's an A6. That's something that has to get done today. And dude, I'm I'll gonna tell trust you, you on that since I haven't read the book. Well, okay. Yeah, A6 was a well. I can actually tell you what an A6 was. It was published Dan Miller's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's important. Yeah, that one's pretty important, right? Tens of thousands of people that uh, listen to that yeah. might notice. So A6 act, publishing Dan Miller's podcast before I stopped working yesterday. Hmm. Magic magically disappeared off of my to-do list. Mm. It was there. I have a screen grab showing it. And then when I relaunched the software, it wasn't there. Now, the thing is, is, you know, I, what if what if that just occasionally happens? And I cannot have that happen. And at the same time, now, granted, I will tell you, I went to wunderlist.com and their site would not pull up. So I think they were having server issues and Right. And what have you, but I don't care. I don't need the thing to sync perfectly 1 billion percent of the time, but I cannot have the software 
just um, out of the blue take something that's in in the cache of the software and then just not save it. Yeah. I don't care if it doesn't sync. I don't even mind if occasionally when you're having issues with your servers, it kind of bounces back and duplicates everything. I can handle that. But by golly, duplicate A6 18 times, but don't delete my A6. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, and that's that's why, you know, when you have a lot of those systems in place, which we try to where, um, you know, where you've got, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. We, we've got systems in place. We've got backups on backups. You know, I, there's, there's this piece that I have, and I mean that. I mean that word like, like when I put something in Dropbox, it like, okay, it's just, it's there. It's, it's there. It's on my iPod. It's on all my computers. It's online at Dropbox.com. I mean, there's this level of, the, you know, everything could burn down and I wouldn't panic, you yeah. know. And that's the level that I needed to be at. And that's the level of consistency that I needed to be at, you know. Yep. So how, I mean, obviously, so what do I do now with my to-do, to-do list? I am back to, get this, to-do list.txt. Nice. I think I saw that on Facebook. I, I, I went over there and commented with you, but yep. yeah, I mean, I, I still use text edit um, for different things. And one of the reasons is, you know, if you hit command space bar on a Mac, for those who don't know, it's going to open up your, uh, your spotlight and you can just type text and bam, it's going to pull up text edit and enter. So command space and I'd start typing text edit. But even before I get to the edit part, I said enter and opens up text edit. It, it loads very fast. And I can start typing right away. Yeah. Um, you know, it's quicker than Pages or Word or Google Docs or, you know, it's just this nice little clipboard to have. Um, so, you know, for, for stuff that I don't need all the time. But yeah, you can certainly use it for whatever you need to use it for. And it goes to show that, you know, sexy technology is not as important as effective technology. You yeah. know, and, and Wunderlist is, you know, in my opinion, they've done a great job. They've made a great product. Uh, but when you're dealing with to-do lists, it's sort of like dealing with bank accounts. You can't, you can't switch numbers, yeah. you know, <laughs> you can, you know, 18,000 and 81,000 are very different. You exactly. Know? Everything matters. So, well, happy, happy um, text editor to you, my friend. Well, I do want to say just because it's business technology and I want to tell people how I'm, I'm managing this because a couple things. One, I actually have the plain text, um, iPhone application that integrates yes. with Dropbox. And that is and that is called plain text, right? It's just called plain text. Yep. T E X T. And, and that's a it's a very bare bones text editing um interface. Uh, no pictures, no, you know, make the font bigger or smaller, but it syncs with your Dropbox. It does. It creates a folder in your Dropbox. So anything you do on your iPhone or iPad or whatever, yep. uh, it will it will sync to your Dropbox. Okay, and it's persistent backing up on the iPhone OS. So if I type in a couple characters, boom, it recognizes it and immediately saves that to my Dropbox and updates that TXT file. Right. Um, now, so here's the thing: what I did is I created to do dot to do list dot TXT. I put it in my plain text folder in Dropbox, and then I drug the icon down to my um. Uh, what do you call menu that? bar menu? Bar, the, I think menus at the top, um, the uh, bar at the bottom doc. doc doc. Yes. Thank you. So I drug the icon down onto my dock. And so on the right hand side, all I do is I click this little icon that shows like a little document 
and I, and I hover over it. It says to-do list.txt. But right. as soon as I hit that one click, boom, my to-do list is open on my desktop. Nice. And the only right. thing I have to remember to do is to make sure that when I make a change in the thing that I actually do tell it to save. Because that way, if I walk out of the studio, um, I'll have the most up-to-date version also on my iPhone as well. Nice. Yeah, that plain text, I've used it. You know, it's a great replacement for your notes mm-hmm. app. It comes native to the iDevices um, when it just comes to simplicity, but also, you know, getting those things off of your device. I mean, just, you know, Dropbox has really become <laughs> uh, such a, uh, a hinge for my life. You know, like everything filters through there. Everything depends on on that existence and, and pers- you know, the, the, the persistent backup, things like that. Um but I'm okay with that. Yep. So, very cool. Um, yeah. uh, you know, I know we're bouncing about, about, but I just want to say Amazon Lending Library. Just wanted yeah. to throw out a quick word uh, yeah. about that. Um, now, if you are a Prime member, we've talked about Prime membership several we times. We have, and Prime keeps getting better. It for does. Those who don't know, eighty dollars a year will get you free two-day shipping, and overnight shipping is three ninety-nine for each product. And it also gives you free access to, or should say not free, but included access to their video library. So like for me, Cliff, I have a Roku, a yep. Roku device, it's like Apple TV, but more open source. And I can access Amazon Prime videos through that device. Obviously, you can look at them online, so on and so forth. So how does Amazon Prime connect with this lending library? What's the connection well, there? If you're an Amazon Amazon Prime member, I don't know the number of books that it's in the th- tens of. I don't know if it's in the tens of thousands or whatever, or thousands or whatever. But anyway, it, there are a lot of popular books. When you're when you start shopping for books on the Amazon store, uh, especially if you do it from your Kindle, and mm-hmm. you're looking at the list, you'll start to see the little icon that says Prime next to it. Right. And if it says Prime next to it, that means that book is available for free lending. And I believe I don't know how long you can how long you get the book, but it I I should have looked that up. But anyway, um, does it actually does it actually say here on the I, I got a link Amazon Lending Library? Let me pull this up here. Yeah, do that. Uh, it says with Prime, Kindle owners can now choose uh, from thousands of books to borrow for free, including o- over one hundred current and former. New York Times bestsellers as frequently as a book a month. Oh, here it is. No due date. Right. So you can no. essentially, it's like a library. Where you pull it out one at a time and you can borrow that book. Is it limited to one a month or is it just it's one book? It says as frequently as a book a month. Uh, okay. So one, one time per month, you can borrow a book. And it has no due date. Now, the thing is, I, I'm assuming, I don't know this to be true, but I assume that if, you know, if I've borrowed a book and then all of a sudden it's a new month, if I go to borrow another book, I, I would imagine it's going to take away the, I have to return the other book. Mm-hmm. So, but still, I mean, it's one book a month for free. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, I look through, there are, uh, matter of fact, uh, Andy Andrews, right? In, yep. Uh, what was that one? The Traveler's Gift? Traveler's Gift. All right. So I'm actually going to go up here to, I'm hitting the shopping cart on my touch. And uh, I'm hitting tap to search store. And I'm typing in Traveler's. Oh, and by the way, the audio autocomplete on here is great. Nice. Traveler's 
and then I'm typing in. Now, and so, where am I going to see this free? Try no, not try it free. Where am I? Where where would I see it free? I don't know what it looks like on the on, on Amazon.com. On Amazon.com, but here is actually okay. So, Traveler's Gift is not one of them that's free. I can't remember what it was, but anyway, um, so it's not his book. Um, there was another. There's like some book on here that I was really interested in reading. And I noticed it's available for free. <laughs> Cliff. What? I was so mad at you. Why? Because, because I saw this story came out. And it's like 10,000 books or whatever. And I'm like, dang it. I don't have an excuse not to read the rest of the Hunger Games now. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can you know? borrow those. <laughs> yeah. And I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, the trailer looks so good. It does. But I can't tell Cliff. Because <laughs> that would be me admitting I, would, I was wrong. So don't tell Cliff. Okay? All right. We'll just All keep right. it our secret. Me and you, buddy. Thanks. All right. So anyway, but yeah, so it's really cool. Oh, there you go. It says Prime Member Zero. Read for free. Yes. You pull it up. So. Isn't that amazing? That's great. And, it's and, great. And, and my, you know, Amazon's, they're drug dealers. They just deal with non-drugs. You know, yeah. you know, they understand 80 bucks a year. I feel like I'm getting a value. Here's the and, book. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Stephen oh, there you Covey. go. Yeah. You can go read it for free. I saw an infographic um today and it was the uh value per customer for ebay versus amazon yeah and it was like quadruple maybe seven, actually i think it was seven times more valuable for you know how many times so i'll so if i for every dollar i spent on ebay uh you know the same person would spend seven dollars on amazon i mean they just it just gets you it gets you yeah well, I, I just wanted to pull that out. I, I, I just think that that's amazing that you can have these free books on here now. And, and you know, not to mention there's, you know, you can also go to your library and, and get books. But um, yeah, this is <laughs> this is good stuff. And, and I'm reading, I'm definitely reading a ton more than I ever have in even more so now. Um, I'm reading, so I told you I'm reading Entree Leadership, but I told you there's a second book. Yes. I'm reading E-Myth Revisited. Yes, great book. And Gerber, right? Yeah, Michael E. Gerber. And uh, so I'm reading that. Now, the thing is, not available on the Kindle. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, I I reluctantly decided, you know what? Everybody's told me this is a book that is a must read. And so I'm like, okay. So I went ahead and purchased the books book in iBooks on my iPhone. Not the oh, iPad, really? but the iPhone. Uh-huh. And I just, I'm going to have to say it. I really enjoy reading a book on the iPhone, not so much on the iPad, hmm. but the iPhone. I read the entire, I read the book, The Shack. <laughs> yeah. The Shack. I read that on my iPhone using the Kindle iPhone app. Uh, yeah. But I will tell you the iBook app is really cool and it's got one feature I absolutely love and I really wish the Kindle Touch had. I know what it is. It starts with I. That's a feature you like. Huh? <laughs> I just like things that start with I. Oh, that would be a feature okay. for me. Gotcha. No, okay, go ahead. What listen is it? To What's the other feature? You there, get, there's two features. You get it. It's No, it's just one feature. No, the first feature, Cliff, is it starts with I. And you and I like things that oh. start with I. Okay. So second right. feature. <laughs> the, the one that I really love is the fact that when I start a chapter, if I hit, if I leave the contextual menu up, every time I flip the page, it's got a countdown of how many pages I have left in the current chapter I'm reading before I hit the next chapter. Nice. I would like that. Oh, it's awesome. It's like crack. <laughs> I'm oh, I see. Because it's like, keep going. Yes. Keep going. I'll do that when I'm reading because my wife's like, are you almost done? And I'm like, I don't know. 
I, I can't and tell you, you how many like times. Forward. Yeah, how many times you're on the Kindle and you flip forward, flip forward. It's like, dude, I'm never gonna it, ah, forget it. I'm just gonna go back and I'm just gonna stop. Right. But, you know, if it says 28 pages, and that's 28 screens, it's not 28 pages. It's 28 right. screens. Right, dude. <laughs> It's that's like true. it's like I'm gonna keep going. It's like and then I and then it takes me to the next chapter and it, it says you know 23 pages. And and you're like, like oh it's only 23. I, I can, can do I 20 can. more th- 23 more you know that reminds me of like uh, uh, what's the weight loss show? Um, the show with all the biggest loser. Yeah, it's like biggest loser. You know they're like you can do 10 more. You know like yeah. you could push yourself. So ah. it's it's good reading training. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, I I just I I really wish that that it, and by the way, if that happens to be anywhere in the Kindle, please let me know. And if it's yeah. not, how on earth can we get the Kindle people to tell us how many pages or how many screens are left between now and the end of the chapter? Gosh, I would. I you know what? I'd pay an extra hundred <laughs> bucks to have that put in here. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. They have enough money, dude. I, I'm not I'd pay an extra hundred bucks just for that feature because yeah. it really it, it it's how my mind works it's like dude how many pages do I have left oh yeah I can I can I can I'm getting closer getting closer getting closer <laughs> boom I'm at a stop point I can smell it yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, it's probably coming down the pipeline I don't know if they can uh, uh, patent that or whatever but you know speaking of Amazon I think this will affect a lot of folks but just because of the way our, our economy is uh, you know the, the government is lacking uh, income and their expenditures continue to grow. Uh, never before has it been so ripe for legislation to go through to add sales tax to all online purchases, even across state lines. Okay. And so, um, and this is what's interesting to me is Amazon has always been okay with charging tax on online purchases as long as everyone else had to. They didn't want them to be the only ones. Right. But to give people an idea of the size of Amazon.com, uh-huh. it is larger than Walmart, Best Buy, and Target combined. Heck online. Yeah, they are. Um, they're, 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 they're just absolutely, they're one-tenth of all e-commerce. They have, one-tenth. Dude, listen to this. There are three massive warehouses within five minutes walking distance from my house. Mm-hmm. And when I say mass, I'm, I'm talking about like, and if you were talking about city blocks, we're talking three or four, maybe five city blocks mm-hmm. is how much we're talking here. And, and that's just, that's just right across the road from my house. And that's, yeah. that's just here in Hebron, Kentucky. Do you, and they're all, these warehouses are all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so what, what, what's the story though? Well, the story is that that's probably going to happen. I mean, just people need to be aware that online purchases are now going to be taxable even if you don't have a presence in that state yeah, I mean, um, that really sucks <laughs> well um it, it's 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 just so, so it's basic, a source of income I, I would imagine that if that also would include me if i'm selling equipment i'm going to be required to sell like i you know is there tax in south dakota um is there, there a sales is. tax there is so if there. right now if i sell you equipment i don't have to charge you sales tax Re- right. technically you're responsible yes. legally yes. to 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 pay that yourself. Yes. Uh, so, for instance, last year Minnesota um, they estimated four hundred million dollars of lost taxes, uncollected taxes. The individuals were responsible for reporting uh, that they did not because the onus is on the individual, not on the business that sold the item. 
they collected three hundred seventy-one thousand dollars yeah. <laughs> um, from seven hundred thirty-four people. So yeah. you know the, the 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 mood is switched to where you know they didn't want to slow down commerce, and now they're desperate to where they're like, hey, we need we need this tax money, uh, and we need to get it more aggressively. So just to be aware of that, um, the you know obviously the when the, is that the, happening? Uh, you know, I don't know. I just know that that that. Or is it just in? Are they just it's, still I debating it? I I think it's going to happen soon, simply because, you know, our 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 municipalities and our federal. I mean, everyone's looking for income. Yeah. Um. And and this is a place where, um, you know, it just and Amazon's not fighting it. I think that's really the big story. Is they're not they're not going to push back against it. They just want an equal playing field. Yeah. Well, um, and that's where right. it's not when you order from Target and you order from Amazon. Well. Amazon would say we don't have any stores in your city, so that's why you know you don't have to charge tax, right? right. If you have a presence there, then you have to charge. Yeah, because see, I pay sales tax on anything I buy from Amazon anyway, because they have a, they have three factories right across the street from me. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, I pay. I've always paid sales tax on everything I've bought from Amazon. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know that it's going to change my buying behavior that much. I don't shop at Amazon just because of price, you know. Yeah. Uh, so but it, but it is but me as a business owner selling goods like mm-hmm. equipment uh i will have to you know learn how to collect those taxes and mm-hmm. where to pay, pay them out where the I mean, heck to pay them i mean it, it actually could take it, it could be that final straw that just says you know what i don't know that i really want to have an equipment page and and sell it and have to do sure. it because right now sure. the only time i ever have to the only time i ever have to collect uh sales tax is if it's in kentucky because I'm right. in Kentucky, right. or if it's in a state where my supplier has business, you know, locations, right. and uh, and in those, and here's the situation: if if it's if it's not Kentucky, then all I do is I collect the the extra tax and I pay that to my supplier. My supplier is the one who takes care of, you right. know, those other states. Right. So, but man, that that's going to be frustrating to figure all that stuff out. But you know what? Here's here's the deal. You know, it, it depends on. Are you making? Are you are you doing equipment sales in such a way that you're making a profit? Can you systematize it? Can you actually even grow this market? And if so, well, why not hire the appropriate people to manage that kind of stuff for you? Sure, that's the kind of stuff I'm learning and being inspired and and all that good stuff. Anyway, E Myth revisited. Say that sounds like an E Myth principle right there. Yeah, E Myth revisited and uh, also um, Entree Leadership. Those are the two books I'm reading right now. Awesome. Yep. And I'm going to recommend any Andy Andrews book you can find. But if you're going to start with one, I think The Traveler's Gift. And it goes back to what we were talking about before where there's principles to live and work by. And, you know, Andy Andrews is good friends with Dan Miller and Dave Ramsey and all those people that we run around with and know and are blessed by. And our friend Pierce Mars got to meet Andy last week and I got to hang out with him. And it's just, um, I, I was very, very it became very aware to me this last week I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and I asked him about another book, another book. And he's like, I think you have read 1500 books and I've read three, you know, and I just, people ask me, where do you get your ideas? And I just say, it's books. And just, I'm not that smart. <laughs> it's just, you know, just taking in a lot of information and right. hanging around the right people and uh, the stuff will come to you. Cool. Yeah. Uh, looking at our list here, you've got something about Google Analytics now offers live view and more, or did I put that in? No, that's me. Okay, so tell um, yeah, us about so, it. 
Google Analytics has upgraded, and I think it's going to be standard across everyone. You know, they're going to upgrade everyone at some point, convert them to the new. But I think it's within 30 seconds you can see activity uh, of someone on your page, where, they're, where they are and what they're doing. Uh, also has some more robust mobile analytics. Uh, and then it also has a pretty sweet, I haven't dug into it too much other than the story that they sent out or, or the post, uh, but showing people as they move through your site uh, they vi- visualize that in sort of a graph of, you know, how do they move from one page to the next to the next. So you can really begin to optimize and, and understand uh, how people are moving. You know, it's it's not unlike at a grocery store. You know, there's a reason that the milk is in the back, right? And you understand where you put certain items and you put things on end caps. And uh, it, it should help you understand uh, how people go through uh, your page in a more robust way, and that's all part of uh, new Google Analytics. Do you have this new version? Uh, I have not gone into, uh, you know, to, to to flip it on, so to speak. So I, I'm I'm just going off of the screenshots and descriptions, um, which which look pretty nice. Wow! I just looked at this standard. I'm looking at GSPN, and I'm looking at this thing in Google Analytics called Visitors Flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what whoa, whoa! This is amazing. It tells me like how you know where people you know where they come into the site from, and then you know where most people go to after that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is amazing! Well, there you go. I'm glad I brought it up. Anyway, but no, but still, this isn't the live though. Um, I, I just this is something else. I, I I don't see that I have any of the live stuff like what I'm used to seeing with uh, Woopra. But uh, yeah, I would. You're saying it's going to come out soon, though. Uh, yeah, should be. Should be. I'll have to uh, have to double check the. Uh, yeah, nothing on here for me that says anything about live. Oh wait, mm-hmm. real time beta, overview location. So here, real time right now. Oh, never mind. Here we go. Three. Where are you at on your page? Uh, I I'm actually on uh, Google Analytics, and then mm-hmm. I clicked on Home. And I'm oh. I, well, actually, I clicked on GSPN.TV, which is my the page that I'm looking at. And then right. I see right now there. Of course, it it's wrong. It says there's <laughs> only two active people. The only thing is, I'll tell you what. Everybody in the chat room, do me a favor. If everybody right. in the chat room right now could refresh your page, the thing is, they've probably been sitting there active at dormant for so long, it doesn't right. actually show them as a as a current thing so if everybody could refresh their page it would oh yeah yeah okay yep yeah it's definitely showing me Um, there you go this is cool springfield somebody's from springfield uh missouri i guess um there's somebody missouri oh Missouri. am i on there buddy somebody's uh, are you in midvale no no uh, how about Rainier? Renner? Renner, maybe, maybe. Is that I don't know where South. I mean, yeah. Anyway, but well, yeah, I'm glad you're is, enjoying. I'm glad I distracted you. Yeah, this that. is cool. No, seriously, this is this is cool. It is actually showing me uh, real time stats right now about what's going on on the site, and uh, this is cool. Well, wonderful. I like yeah, it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm. I mean, and the reason I bring this up is obviously that we've. You know, we've uh, um, talked about Woopra and other things like that. And I don't know if they just figured it out and Woopra's in huge trouble or if they can offer things that Google Analytics can't. But um, 
yeah, it's pretty pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty sweet once it's enabled and such. So poke around for that. Cool. Somebody somebody just went to gspn.tv/plus. How mm-hmm. awesome is that? If you're listening, click on. Well, then they're not yes. listening if they're on plus. Well, and somebody's well, looking at somebody just went to pursuingabalancedlife.com. Uh-huh. Go do it. You can like encourage people through the page. You know, this is awesome. Yeah, if you had to live stream, but like, listen, I know you just came to this page. <laughs> yeah, now click there. Freak them out. That is so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Hey, and I want to tell folks if you have not um, listened to Cliff's conversation with Leo Laporte, that I encourage you to do so. And I don't know if it has anything to do with business tech weekly other than uh, just understand that uh, oh, it that has everything huge. to do with business tech weekly. Well, good. Then there you go. But I like to see people I care about and uh, see, I like to see them, you know, reach some peaks and some, some goals and some dreams happen. And, and it was just fun to, fun to watch you uh, chat with him. And, and I know he has an enormous amount of respect for you as he should and you for him, which you should. And it's just, it's, it was, uh, it reminded me of seeing, you know, like, uh, you know, Jordan go up against, you know, Magic Johnson or something. You know, it's like it's two people at the top of their game, which is fun to fun to watch you guys. So geek out together. Yeah, so, it, it was amazing. Uh, my it, it, Dream come true for me. Podcastanswerman.com slash Leo interview is the yeah. web address here. I just want to read the most important thing. Um, let me just say here. Uh, to do, to do, to do. This is what he says. Whether you do audio, video, or live, you should aim at a narrow niche of enthusiasts. You, uh, if you can hit that niche well, those people will support you, and you can make a living doing this. The trick is to aim at, to aim, uh, aim it at an audience that you know, that you are a part of, that you love, that you understand, that you can so super serve. And by super serving that audience, by building community, I think you can have success. There you go. And that is what I've been preaching forever. <laughs> ah, I love it. Nice to have an assistant pastor uh, it was, preaching it was, the same message. It so. was amazing. Uh, tell you what, I just, uh, every, everything that I've been trying to get people to understand about about Leo and how podcasting works and all this other stuff. It's, it's just amazing. And I got him to actually say podcasting is not dead. Yes, I did like that part. That was my favorite. Well, okay. Actually, that wasn't my favorite part, to be honest with you. It was the, it was the, the, the um, how to find success, which is the same message I've been sharing. Nice. So You're not uh, crazy. It's yeah. Confirmed. It's been confirmed by somebody I admire very much. Nice. Dude, fun stuff. Yeah, glad to be back, and I don't have any more. I'll probably be going to Nashville sometime in December. Yeah, um, with when? Tell me, because I would love to meet up with you there. I don't know. Well, I'll find out that Andy Andrews' team's on vacation. He's actually on vacation with uh, his manager Robert, and, and he's with his family at some island, actually. So, if you go um, to Nashville, what are you going to be doing? Are you going to go there to uh, see Andy? Yeah, I'll have some. I have some meetings with some potential clients that uh, Andy Andrews' team's going to set up for me. Okay. Um, some publishing folks and some other bloggers and stuff. And then I'm sure I'll hang out with Pierce and Dan and love to see you if you can come down. So I, you know what? You let me know a, a couple, we get to meet each other. <laughs> if you let me know a couple weeks ahead of time, I will, I will, make I will it know, happen. I will know a couple weeks ahead of time and uh, we can all hang out. We can all hang out at Dan's place. Well, matter of fact, we'll just throw a big old gspn.tv meetup at Dan's barn. Nice. That might be too much for me. We need a private session to 
catch up. I don't want to share you with all, all right. those people. Well, we'll, so. we'll we'll have our own private. Session. And so it'll be our first date. You know. I wonder. I wonder if Dan will <laughs> let us have the sanctuary for a couple hours. Gee, more people learning about Dan Miller and sanctuary. I think he'd probably be for that. I think he would be for that. Probably set up a nice little uh, table with some books on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dan. He's he knows awesome. how to make money, baby. Well, good to catch up with you, man. Yeah, and uh, folks, yeah. thanks for listening. I know we've got some feedback. We didn't get to it today. Somebody told me they left some feedback. We'll, we'll get to that. But please send in those questions uh, to us because that makes the show interesting. And it confirms that people are actually listening. Yeah. So. And, and by the way, the fact that we haven't played them is my fault because, you know, I'm still getting caught up from uh, Los Angeles. But yeah. I, I'll tell you what, uh, we're not going to be here next week. Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, Darn so national holidays and yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna play my music one more time because yeah. this one's only 30 seconds long. <laughs> but anyway, my friends, we will be back after Thanksgiving. We will be recharged. We will be energized, and I promise you that if you have left audio feedback, it will get played in the next episode. We'll do it. There you go. All right, folks. Until next time, we encourage you to join the community.